0: man was lying do you see how precious the gifts of the Holy Spirit can be the gifts of the Holy Spirit can be so precious let me tell you do not joke with the gifts of the Holy Spirit you need one of them and if anything I can tell you you should cover the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the word of knowledge Why? Because then you will know. You will know without a doubt what God's plans are regarding your life. You will know. And you will be able to discern what's happening around you. Now nothing takes you by surprise except if you get off your knees. But Peter was able to tell that this man is lying. That this man has sold property and he has kept back part of that money. Now, never lie to a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit and has that particular gift. Because you will lie to them and they will keep quiet. They will let you go simply because they are trying not to embarrass you. Not because they don't know. But they know. And let me tell you something about that gift, is that that gift can operate so accurately, it amazes me sometimes. And it is impossible for you to be a prophet and you don't possess that gift of the word of knowledge, because it operates so accurately. But you see, these gifts are not necessarily for ministry. They are not necessarily for ministry. These gifts are for you. They are for day to day. They are for your life. If, if anything, I would rather that a child of God covered so much the gift of the world of knowledge and the gift of the world of wisdom, even beyond coveting the gift of wisdom, I mean the gift of healing and the gift of miracles. Why? Because the gift of the world of knowledge and the gift of the world of wisdom, those ones aid you. They aid your personal spiritual growth. They aid your relationship with God. They aid you in day-to-day living. But the gift of the word of healings and miracles, those are mostly for ministry. But you need the gift of the word of wisdom so that you can accurately interpret the word of God for yourself. You need the gift of the word of knowledge so that you can know what's happening around you. You need it. So that nothing takes you by surprise, so that you do not live in an atmosphere where you are overtaken by circumstances overtaken by events. You don't want that. Now, Jesus was able to know that this woman had five husbands. He was able to know. But by the gift of the word of wisdom, he was able to know who was going to betray him. And he was also to know who was going to deny him. He knew it. Why? Because the gift of the word of wisdom reveals God's plan and the plan that are on God's heart. So He knew. He knew that this man, Judah, tomorrow is going to tell me. But he also knew that Peter was going to be- betray him, deny him three times. He knew it. So while Peter was saying, Lord, I, ca- I cannot, the Lord said, no, a no problem. I know you love me very much. But I know that tonight, before the cock crows three times, you, my friend, my beloved friend, will have denied me and you will say, you've never, ever, ever, ever seen me. It's exactly what happened. And, and you know, and you know, I think it baffled Peter. That, but how? I, I can't. I love Jesus so much. And the Lord said, not a problem, you love me. But he, what Jesus did not tell him is that God has revealed this to me by the word of wisdom, that this is actually going to happen. But he kept talking about Judas. He said, one of you, yet one of you is going to betray me. One of you, one of you, one of you. And he kept saying it, one of you, one of you, one of you, one of you. is going to betray me. Now, if you look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit, they were so active in the life of Jesus, my God. Now, we look at gifts of healings. We look at gifts of miracles. I mean, you all know what a miracle is. I have seen people advertise miracles, and yet what they mean to advertise is healing. People say, "Oh, yeah, this is the, it's a it's a it's a it's a miracle service." But what they really mean is that it's going to be healing. Of course, all acts of healing are called miracles, but there's a reason why the Holy Spirit called them gifts of healings and gift of miracles. A miracle alters natural events. For example. You cannot turn five loaves into hundreds of loaves. That's a miracle. Why? Because it's not within the natural norm for a few loaves of bread to become many. So the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge, those ones aid your own individual spiritual growth. They do including other gifts. If it were up to you as a child of God, if I were you, I would cover those gifts so much. I would cover those two with all of my heart. Why? Because those protect and preserve you. Do you have any idea how beautiful it is for you to go to pray and God reveals to you, whichever way God reveals them to you, He could choose to reveal it to you by the dream anyway. But God reveals to you what's going to happen next week. Isn't that beautiful? To know that God has revealed to you what's going to happen to you in your office. And you know exactly what's going to happen. And God reveals to you the enemies you have. And reveals those who, are, who pretend to be friends to you. And yet he knows that they're going to stab your back. why we need to cover these gifts so don't just look at it and say well it's a gift of word of wisdom well i don't need it you need it you need it because with with it god begins to reveal to you divine plans deep things about you about your destiny i love it when god reveals to me something and tells me tomorrow i'm sending you two gentlemen you meet them and i wake up in the morning knowing that today I am going to meet so and so and so because the Lord revealed it to me while I slept. And, and, and the Lord, you know, here's how these gifts work, just so you know. He that How these gifts work is that God can choose to reveal to you things when you are awake. And then he can choose to reveal it to you when you are sleeping. So it's the same. That's why there's no, it doesn't say the gift of dreams. You, you understand? There's no gift of dreams. Now, you need to know that even gift, a, a dream is a delivery mechanism. It's a vehicle. So, in other words, if you've got the gift of the word of knowledge, God can choose to reveal to you deep plans through the gift of the word of, no, of wisdom, but by a dream. So, for example, you can wake up in the morning and you've dreamt and you've dreamt about things which are going to happen two years from now. That's still the gift of the word of wisdom. The dream is simply the delivery mechanism. Then the Lord begins to reveal to you things that happened to you when you were a baby. And you see yourself and you're five years old and you're growing. All of a sudden you're 10, you're 20, you're 30. Well, God was speaking to you, but still what was operational is the gift of the word of knowledge. Because now the Lord is revealing to you your past to bring a knowing into your spirit and including what's happening now. So now you can no longer say, Well, I have a gift of dreams. Because it's not categorized anywhere in the Bible as a gift of dreams. But God will speak to you by dreams, He'll speak to you by visions of the day or visions of the night. But either way, what will always be strongly active is that it's either it's a gift of the word of wisdom or it's a gift of the word of. Let me tell you why I love the um, the gift of discernment. I keep talking about this. Why I love it. The gift of discernment. Because the Bible says the discerning of spirits. You're able to discern accurately what is wrong with the person. You're able to discern. Let me explain it. With the gift of the word of knowledge you can be able to know what's happening with a person. But you will not know what's happening with their spirit. I don't know if I'm making sense. Because the, the gift of the word of knowledge allows you to know current events and what's happening and what happened in the past. But for you to discern spirits, you need the gift of discernment. And then also you cannot be successful in the ministry of healing until you have got a gift of discernment. Why? Because a a disease is carried by a specific demon. The demons are carriers of sicknesses. So now you have got to be able to discern accurately what demon is behind the sickness and where it is. One time, I was praying for a blind woman. And I heard the Lord say to me clearly. He said to me, You rebuke the demon of blindness? then you pray for her to be healed then she'll be healed but first rebuke the demon of blindness so it can go but you see if you cannot discern that there's a demon of blindness behind so you cannot be successful in the ministry of healing until you can accurately discern what a person's problem is that's why in hospitals they first do a proper diagnosis they determine what you are suffering from how many of you go to a doctor and you say well doctor I've been having headache." He says, ah, oh, that's easy. Bring me a syringe. Before you know it, the man is injecting your nose And you said you're sick. No doctor does that, but every doctor will first of all run tests. They run tests so that they are able to establish exactly what the sickness is. Now that's why I admire the descending of spirits. Why? Because God is spirit, demons are spiritual. And if they cause sickness and cause problems you need to discern them the thing about the descending of spirits is that you're able to know when there's a wrong presence in the room you're able to know that there's a demon here but you see with the gifts of the word of knowledge you will know that something is not right here but you will not be able to see the demon because you don't have those eyes I have heard people say, "Lord, open my spiritual eyes." What you're really asking for is that God gives you the gift of discernment, because it's only when you can discern that you can see accurately in the spirit. Now, until you get this gift of discernment, you cannot see. Let me tell you: you do you have any idea how the gift of discernment works? How many of you have seen a demon before? How many? Well, you haven't. if you haven't, you wait the day the Lord gives you the gift of discernment. How many of you have seen an angel before? Well, if you haven't, if you haven't, then you wait until the day the Lord gives you the gift of discernment. Why? Because it's the discerning of spirits. So now when the Lord gives you that gift, I am telling you, when you pray, you can be able to see the or whatever, all those funny demons, you will see them. Now, when you're praying and sending fire you'll be sending fire to specific demons because you can see them and you'll even see them run you see them getting you see them take off and you're able to discern that the holy spirit is here you you cannot be successful in the ministry of healing and in the ministry of deliverance until you can accurately discern i don't know if i'm making sense so when people say well i saw angels what you should know. And they when they keep saying, me, I keep seeing angels. I see them in my dream. I see them when I pray. And I've had people say, oh, there's an angel standing there. Don't bother. Don't bother. Only you will see. They won't see. Why? Because they don't have the gift you have. You understand, eh? Though God may open their eyes once in a while, like the servant of Elisha, God may open their eyes and say, open their eyes that they may see, but it will be one of it will not happen again, however wide you open your eyes. You understand? So now, the the gift of discernment, my God, I, I treasure that gift because I am able to know. You know without a doubt that there's a wrong presence here. And you see, it just doesn't end on knowing you can see clearly so when you hear people say, I see, I see something here, I see something here, what is really happening is that with the gift of discernment, they are discerning it and they are actually seeing it in the spirit. But without it, you cannot see. So when you pray and say, Lord, open my eyes, how long and how many times does you have to open your eyes? You can only open them once or twice maybe. But with the gift of discernment, you'll be able to discern accurately. Accurately. I'm telling you. When you get on your knees, you will know whether the Holy Spirit is there or not. Before you even begin to pray, you will know that whether the Lord is there or not because you can discern Him. You can discern Him. Can you imagine what happened to Balaam and his donkey? Can you believe that? Imagine... The donkey discerned the angel of the Lord. But the poor prophet did not. And he kept hitting the donkey, get back on the road. And and then, can you imagine? And then the donkey even speaks. He says, but am I not the donkey you, you, you've been riding all your life? Why did you beat me? And then he even responds, I'll beat you again. Get back on the road. I'll just, I'll, I'll spank you anyway. And then the Lord opens his eyes and guess what? Behold, he sees the angel in the middle of the road with, with a sword. Can you believe? And the Lord says, wait a minute. The, the, the foolish man says, wait, you mean you've been standing there all this long? He says, yes, if it wasn't for this donkey of yours, I should have killed you. He says, oh, forgive me, I've sinned against the Lord. Then he said, why did you hit the donkey this many times? Can you imagine? The donkey could see the donkey could see but the man could not see but the man was a prophet but the man could not see but the donkey could see you imagine that the donkey could see but the prophet could not see now you think about that did you actually know that there is something about dogs did you know that if you have not kept dogs You may not know, I keep dogs, dogs discern so much. Dogs never bark until they've smelt a threat. They will discern that you are a thief and they will bark. But the prophet in the house may not see, but the dog in the compound is seeing, but the prophet So the discernment, the discernment, the discerning of spirits. That's why you don't we don't need to confuse discernment and the gift of the word of knowledge. The gift of the word of knowledge is extremely superior. You're able to know so many things, but if you must see in the spirit, it is discerning in the spirit. You must discern. That's why it is good to cover that particular gift of discernment. When people say, I see angels, I see angels, I see angels. What's really happening is that, yeah, they are discerning them in the spirit. And when they go ahead to describe to you even further in detail and say, I see a long robe, I see golden shoes. Now, what is really happening is that now their discernment is getting deeper. But I want you to know that all these gifts, how they operate, is that the more you spend time on your knees with the spirit of God in prayer, the sharper these gifts become. Now, the less you spend time on your knees, the gift will be there, but it will be dull. It will be dull. It will be be dormant. God doesn't take it away. The Bible says, for the gifts and the callings of God, they are without repentance. They don't go. But the gift will be there. But the more you spend time in His presence, the sharper you actually become. You begin to discern. And remember that even the discernment The gift of discernment and just like all the other gifts is that they grow with time. The more you stir it up, the more efficient it becomes. Now you may begin to discern like let me tell you what I always say. And here is how I, I first understood the gift of discernment. Before you can even begin to discern the presence of God or discerning false spirits and everything else around you, the first thing you should be able to discern is whether you're in the flesh or you're in the spirit. If you can't discern that, did you actually know that nobody begins speaking in tongues in the spirit? Did you know that? We all begin in the flesh. That's why when you begin in the flesh, it will always be something familiar. Robo shaka yaka 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 mama yaka yaka. It will be familiar. Now, As slowly you begin to transition into the spirit, the language gets clearer. And the more you fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, the more the language becomes much more clearer and then it's entirely about Jesus, the Son of God. Purely about Jesus. Then you find yourself worshipping and you're lost, now you're in the spirit. So the first thing about the gift of discernment is that it helps you discern when you're in in the flesh or when you're in the spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the worshippers, they know this. As a matter of fact, worshippers should know this more than anybody else. Because the worshippers know when they begin, they know where they begin from. But the worshippers can tell when they're in the throne room. Isn't that so? They're able to know. And by the way, when the worshippers are in the throne room, they're not even cautious of where they are. They are not there completely. So the the first thing about the gift of discernment is that you're able to know when you're in the flesh and when you're in the spirit. It's completely, there's a clear dip, Guys, it's like light and day. Flesh and spirit are like light and day. It's so clear. It's so clear. When a prophet tries to prophesy in the flesh, it will be so clear. He'll most likely remember everything he said. If it is in the spirit you have no control, he won't remember a thing he said you have to remind him. He may remember one or two things, he won't remember everything. But if you're in the flesh, you'll keep track of it. Now, if, if, even the gift of the word of knowledge, for it to operate, you must discern when you're in the flesh and when you're in Because there's a difference between common knowledge a certain knowing. Now, for example, you all know the coat I'm putting on. So you cannot tell me you got a word of knowledge when you're looking at me. For God's sake, I'm putting on this coat. You know the color. So you cannot go and say, I got a word of knowledge that Pastor Mark was putting on a grayish suit, jacket. Of course it's here. You could only say it was a word of knowledge if you had not seen me. And of what benefit is it for you to know the coat I'm putting on? Is it beneficial to the church? Everything else at the end of the day is for the glory of Jesus Christ. We have to know that. So the the gift of discernment helps a lot. I know one time I told you that there's a very thin line between prophecy and divination. And I said to you that it's it's possible for you to be spirit-filled and still be a diviner. Why? Because... as long as you want to use the gifts of the Spirit of God outside of the Holy Spirit. They are not for the glory of the Lord and Satan can abuse them. So the gift of the Word of Wisdom, as I finish, it will help you put so many things. It will help bring clarity to your life. Right now if you're struggling with decisions, if only you had a gift of the Word of Wisdom, Believe me, you would know a lot about your life. It would bring clarity. You, you would not begin second-guessing God's plan for your life. You would be absolutely sure of what God wants you to do. Now, yesterday I asked a question about the purpose, the assignment, and the call of God upon people's lives. And in the first round of asking, almost everybody seems so sure of what God's purpose for their lives is. They even seem to know their assignment, and even some seem to know their call. By the time we are done, Everybody was saying, Well, I, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm not sure. And every, almost everybody was stumbling, and I'm wondering when did this begins begin stumbling? But you know why? Because with these gifts, there is clarity. Clarity. Clarity of purpose. Clarity of assignment. Clarity of call. Clarity. Cover those two gifts. Then maybe you can pick on discernment later. But you need those two gifts. Because I'm telling you, they will protect you. You know, someone comes and tells you, oh, you know, I, I would like to borrow your money. Maybe if you could just give me a hundred thousand, I'm going to borrow it tomorrow. I'm telling you, with a gift of the word of knowledge, you will know whether they're telling the truth or not. Under the gift of the Word of Wisdom, you will tell whether tomorrow they will pay it or not. So even give knowing that are, it's okay, I'll give because they are my friend, but I know they will not pay. And you have you ever have been in that position where you give somebody money, you know, I, I'll, I'm, I'm giving them because they are my friend, but I know in my heart, I know they will not pay. You know what that is? That's, that's the knowing you have, but that's the gift of the Word of Knowledge. Has somebody ever called you randomly and before you even pick up the call you know what somebody's gonna say you think it's, it's strange that you know what the person is gonna say word for what then you, you try it and you pick up the phone and say hello then they say exactly what you said they were gonna say do you know what that is that's the gift of God, the word of knowledge most people operate in it and they don't even know and they think it's a coincidence guys in the realm of the spirit there's no coincidence Otherwise, if there was a coincidence, one day you would wake up and the sun is in Guru, not in Kampala. In the realm of the Spirit, there are no coincidences. It's just that's just that's just how it is. Everything is organized, so it shouldn't surprise you. In the morning, you're preparing to put on your clothes, and then there's a knowing in your spirit that you should carry a jacket because it's gonna rain. And then you ignore it and you say, ah. Then you begin saying, anyway, I knew it was gonna rain, but I still did not carry the what? the jacket, why did you not? Know? Why did you not? Know? You should have carried it. Well, I admire the gift of the word of wisdom. Why? Because I'm able to know and I'm able to plan my life. I Why I love it particularly is because I know what God's plan for my children is. I know. And because I know what God's plan for my children is, I speak it every day. I, I, dec- I say but i say i say i even put a time frame to it i always say in in three years my children will be here they'll be here they'll be here they'll be here i know I know so you know because the, the, because the gift of the word of knowledge wisdom brings the revelation of God to my heart then now the gift of the word of prophecy declares it so now because i know what God says about me over the next three years then my mouth prophesies it and declares it Did you actually know that you're your greatest prophet? For the Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. But you see, without the gift of word of wisdom, what are you prophesying? You will find yourself prophesying death upon your life. But because I know what God says about me, what's going to happen tomorrow, I prophesy it with my own mouth. I am my own prophet. I declare it. I say this is going to happen tomorrow. And I say it every day. I say it every day. I say it every day. I say this will happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Why? Because there is a knowing in my spirit because I know from the Lord that this will surely happen. What about you? What do you know about your, the plans of God regarding your life? If you don't know, it's because you've chosen not to know. But the Lord is there and he's willing to reveal His plans to you.